give you my soul. Please take it. I do not read anything but slut at this point. That's and the freaking tonality, everything. I am obsessed with it. Yeah. I All right. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> this is the bookish episode of the Slap Podcast. So welcome. Um, just forewarning. So yeah, disclaimer, this is 18 plus and not suitable for work. Put some headphones in if you are in a public place or at yes. your job. Because, like, there are some books that we loved probably from when we were teenagers mm -hmm. that are, like, appropriate, but, like, what we've been reading recently is not. Mm -hmm. We are adults reading adult things. Yes. So. Okay, so as we introduced ourselves last episode, but maybe you haven't listened, I'm Ange. And I'm Shay. And we are the two halves of Slap, Sounds Like a Personal Problem podcast. Mm -hmm. So this episode, as you can probably see, is entitled 54321. And Shay found this idea, which also, when you sent me this, I was also in the shower, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, wet, steamy, slick, yeah, baby. <laughs> No, this came across my Instagram, because mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so we're going to talk about, like, some of the books we love, but we were bouncing ideas off, and mm -hmm. kind of, like, with the name, not a lot of them kind of really hit, it just yeah. didn't really seem cohesive. And then this came across on an Instagram post, I don't remember. Legally Books, it's in the notes. Legally Books. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, it's right there. Mm -hmm. So, credit to Legally Books. Um, Thanks, girl. Love it. Hey. Love you. Um, am I following you? I know. I think I might be. I think I that. did because I, I thought I found it. I'm not. I'm about to right now. But there we go. Followed. Do we follow Legally Books on our podcast? We should probably do that if we don't. Yes, I, I do follow Legally Books. I love you, Celeste. Thank you. Um, it was posted December 8th. Mm -hmm. And it was um, what she said. Just a little getting to know me through the 54321 challenge. So... I don't know who originally came up with it, but this is who I saw it from, was Legally Books on Instagram. Go give her a follow. Mm -hmm. um, so it's five books that we love, four autobi authors, three tropes, two, we changed the second one, where it's like two favorite places to read, like Honestly, for both of us, it's always going to be, like, in bed or on the couch. Yeah, and I, hers were also that, too. So I just yeah. felt like it was kind of redundant. Yeah. yeah. So we changed it to two tropes we hate or dislike, mm -hmm. and then one book we're excited about, which is back to the original um, original challenge. Yeah. So this is also a great way to get to know us because it'll tell you a little bit about what we like as, as book readers and who we love. Um Quick disclaimer, I do not read anything but smut at this point. That's the only thing I've been reading. So a lot point, of mine, yeah. At this point, I it's the same for me. Mm -hmm. There's one book, which we'll talk about, yes. that, like, there's one, there's, there's one series that is majorly fantasy with a little bit of smut, but oh, when you get to the Frequent smut, readers will know exactly what you're talking about because that book is everywhere. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to go too into mm -hmm. it right now, but I'm going to talk about it so much. Yes. All right. Well, do you want to go first or do you... I'll go first for the five books I love. Yeah. So this is in order, you guys. I, I was thinking about it and I was going to say no, no particular order. It is in order. Um, first of all, this person knows how much I'm obsessed with them because they actually commented on one of my videos about them on TikTok. 
Butcher and Blackbird by Brittany. Oh Lieber my fucking god. Will forever have my soul. Y'all, this Literally is Literally same. This is a dark romance. This I, is, but it's funny. It's a dark comedy. It romance. is a dark rom-com. I yeah. fucking love it. Golden Retriever energy. But also, like, he's a serial killer. So, like, Golden Retriever Both of them are. Yeah. I fucking love so, it. So, a little bit of a spoiler, but not too much of a spoiler. It is about two serial killers who fall in love with each other after meeting in weird circumstances and deciding to compete together, they do only kill bad people. Yes. So it's a bit of a Dexter idea, if you yes. will. They're but vigilantes. Like, Bryn, I want to worship at your feet. I also recently read a book by her called Marrow. She did it with somebody else. That book was incredible, too. It's also a serial killer. And it really, for me, I don't know about you, but this married my two things. I love smut books, and I love true crime. Mm. So that book combined with the comedy aspect is so good. I have been chasing the high of reading that book since I finished it, and I listened to the audiobook, so it's it's your fault, because I listened to the audiobook on your recommendation afterwards. I'm so fucking happy that you read that book, and that you listened to it. I don't don't ever listen to audiobooks that I've read in person. I never do do both, but that I'm so glad I did, because y'all, if you're looking for a really good dark comedy romance smut book that's audiobook, nothing touches that. Nothing compares to the audiobook. They're Top notch. Not only is it like an actual duet where, like, even if it's in her point of w- point of view, mm-hmm. if it's his line, the He's actor for him is saying it. Mm-hmm. They also bring in actual expressions like sighs and chuckles and mm-hmm. whatnot, and it's yep. like and the freaking tonality, everything. I am obsessed with it. Yeah, I could really. Oh to my that. god, I'm literally like I I'm I'm in a slight book slump. Yeah, same. I'm trying to push through it a little bit. But I keep thinking, I'm like, I want to reread Butcher and Blackbird. Yeah, I want to so reread and re-listen to Butcher and Blackbird. Bren is our queen. We love yes. you so Absolute fucking much. Absolutely, like Dude. literally. If you are looking for any more art readers, I would. I want to. I, I want to turn into Katniss Everdeen. I want to turn into Katniss Everdeen. I volunteer right now, a tribute. Yeah. I will give you my soul. Please take it. Yeah, I want to be part of your art team. Please, for the love of God, don't have. Um, Butcher and Blackbird on paperback yet, but I fucking will. Okay. I used to be a part of the Book of the Month membership. Like, I have a shit ton down there. Yeah. And they have some, like, um, like, psychological thrillers and whatnot and, like, some romance ones. I never thought that they would start doing smut until they put Butcher and Blackbird. Yeah, that's awesome. You can get, like, we don't have a code. Mm -hmm. I wonder if we could find one. But... If you sign up for here, I I will do free advertisement because I I love Book of the Month. You can get your first book from Book of the Month, which can be Book Butcher and Blackbird, for five dollars. Nice, five fucking dollars, dude. Awesome. Like I'm literally considering re-signing up so I can get that book. That's a good idea. Like, seriously, mm-hmm. I fucking want it. It will be my prized possession. Yeah. Um, my second one is Losers 1 and 2 by Harley LaRue. Me too. This book series destroyed me, Another fucking author that I would sell my soul to. Harley, we love love you. you so much. Oh my god, they're... I just, I fucking love them. And they recently bought a house in Pacific Northwest. Yep. And I'm so fucking happy. I have a dream of accidentally running into them. If I'm ever in their area, and be like, oh my god, hi. I would be starstruck so hard, I'd be like, 
Hi. Like, forget celebrities. I want to meet authors. I want to meet Lynn. I want to meet Harley. Literally. Y'all, this this is a quintessential enemies to lovers romance, but it's also a, a reverse harem, and it has one of my favorites that we're going to talk about later, Crossing Swords. It's about everything you want. It's love. It's funny. It's passion. It's hatred. It is drama. Honestly, like, I'm really glad that there was two books in this series, and honestly, it's one of those that she did so well that she doesn't need to, or sorry, they did so well that they don't need to write more of it. It closed out beautifully. It's just so perfect, and I love it so much. I, I, a lot of these books that are on my list, um, Shay turned me onto reading them. Um, there's only, I think, one on here that is not. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, no, there's two. There's two. But this series, you guys, is so perfectly written. It's so good. It is not on Kindle Unlimited, which makes me want to cry, because the rest of these are. It is um, back on Amazon, though. Good. It is good. They got... So, Butcher and Blackbird is not on Kindle anymore. Oh, I know. That makes me I, so sad. I'm so glad I, I read that it she took it down, and I don't know why. But it is hardback mm-hmm. as well. It is still... It's still e-reader, mm-hmm. um, but it's not on Kindle. Yeah. Um, but Losers and The Dare is back on Amazon. I don't think it's on Kindle Limited, mm-hmm. but it is back Good. on Amazon. Good. Um, my third one is also from Harley LaRue, and it's the book of a trilogy, the first one, which is Her Soul to Take. The three are standalones. They're just of different people in the same area. Uh, it's sitting right here, actually. Her Soul to Take is a... Almost it's a fan- so it's fantasy because um it's paranormal fantasy. It's yeah. a monster fucker. Yeah. I love it. And I usually yeah, don't like it. Demon. But oh in the best ways. Um it is so good, you guys. And I usually am a little more into reverse harems, but this book broke me out of only reverse harems. It was it's so well written. Harley, you put drugs in your books, I swear to God. Honestly, I know I literally bought like the other two mm-hmm. of this like trilogy without reading them because yeah, I was I like, read them yet, I love them. losers, and I have turned into one of those people where <laughs> if I read it on an e-reader, I'm going to buy it physically. Yeah. So I did that with Losers Duet as well as the Dare. I did that with Her Soul to Take, and I was like, I might as well get the other two. Yeah. And I no, Her Soul to Take is so good. It's it is very much. Um, I would say it's a he falls first. I, I'm gonna argue that I think it is. Oh um, yeah, he gets it's it's, it's so funny because he and it's the same with her soul for revenge. Mm-hmm. Have where, you read like, that one already? I have started reading it. Okay, um, but it's where like he does fall first, but when he first meets her, it's very much like in a demon way because he's a demon. It piques his interest. Like you're a curious little animal. Yeah, you know, like. Almost like, I, I like like a stray cat, mm-hmm. you know. That's just like that just comes up to you. It's like you're a curious thing, like yeah. like a pet, you yeah. know. And then and then it's like then he falls mm-hmm. first and whatnot. And oh, it's like ugh. no, but y'all the spice in her soul to take. Oh, the graveyard oh scene. My just God. you need. I'm not gonna spoil anything for y'all, but this book will have you wanting to take some laps on your partner. I mean, all of them will, but that one was a special uh, experience. I'm going to highly suggest to y'all, any of the books that we list, except for maybe one of Shay's on here, you do not want to read them, like, at work, in public, probably, because it's just going to be difficult for you. 
if you want to be my guest, let your freak flag fly. But mm-hmm. I would suggest maybe at home mm-hmm. for a couple of these. Yeah, I I remember um, listening to one of the books, mm-hmm. and it got to like at work through my headphones. Um, because the provider was out, and it got to a spicy scene, and my coworker was, like, sitting next to me. And, and you're like, oh, God, is the volume too loud? I'm just like, they're like, everybody knows. They're going to know. How are they going to know? They're going to know. <laughs> I'm just, like, keeping a straight face. I'm like, I can't just stop now, though. I have to get through it. I have to get through the rest of the story. I still have two hours left on my shift. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope she, I hope she doesn't hear it. <laughs> and I just, like, I think I just took, like, one earbud out. Yeah, just I just put it sure. in the charger and then left, like, the ear that was far away from her, like, still in my ear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this next couple of books I'm going to mention, some people really hate these books, and I don't care. I don't care how you feel about these books, because I love them. The Haunting and Hunting Adeline yeah. duet is a, a thousand percent. I don't know if anything will ever dethrone that in my top five. It's not the number one, obviously, but it is in my top five. Honestly, yeah. Um, that book had me laughing, crying. Laughing, crying, screaming, throwing up. Screaming without the S. Um, (laughs) It took me a second. Yeah. (laughs) You know what almost made it on here, too? I'm going to take a brief pause, you guys. I have to give an honorable mention to Does It Hurt? Yes. That almost made it on here. Oh, my God. I was going to put it on there, too, and I was like, that's when I texted you. I was like, it's so hard to choose. No, you know what we should do at our last episode that we filmed of the year? Let's do a top ten of the year. So we can put that in there. Yes. Yeah, that could have been in there, too. That is also H.G. Carlton, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. But, um, yeah. I no. read that after the Cat and Mouse duet, and I was like... You almost threw that book at me. You were so ready for me to read. Oh, like, my God. I was animal. like, you have to read it. It was the same with fucking Butcher and Black. Yeah. No, a lot of those happened. But Hunting and Hunting Adeline, I actually didn't read it for a while because so many people were talking about it that I almost was like, I don't know if it's actually that good. Like, is it that good? And then Shay read it, and Shay was like, "No, it is. You need to read it." And, and it I, was my first dark romance. Dude, you you first dark romance that? Yeah. Okay. Like well, my her- first smut was Court of the Vampire Queen, which is all mentioned, smut, which is all smut. It's not. It's there not is dark 90% at all. percent smut, ten percent. But then I was like, "Huh, dark romance. I'm gonna read Haunting Adeline," and I did. I was like, "That's a lot." And yeah. then I read Haunting Adeline. I'm like. <gasps> <laughs> it was so much, and I was like, I was so happy I did it, though. So happy. So, y'all, my very first dark romance... Oh, my God. ...was Den of Vipers. Yep. I believe, I think it's Kate Knight that wrote that. Yes, I gotta it go is. Um, but that was my very first dark romance, and if anybody's read Den of Vipers before, I jumped into the deep end and sunk my ass to the bottom real fast. <laughs> um, that would also be so Haunting and Hunting Adeline broke my heart and put it back together in all the best ways possible it is such a beautifully written book and I just love both of them um, I devoured the first one I remember texting you that I finished the first one and you were like are you fucking serious I think I yeah. read it in a day yeah yeah, it was so good okay side note mm-hmm. stop asking H.D. Carlton if there's going to be another book in the cat and mouse duet all it's due totally respect bad. but I am going to be blunt it is a duet. That means two. <laughs> if you read Hunting Adeline and you went all the way to the ending like you should have, she ended it perfectly. Yep. Please stop asking her. I understand there are new readers. It's going to happen. But oh my god, if I'm annoyed, I can only imagine how her and Victor feel every single time somebody fucking asks. Just look it up. 
Just fucking look it up and you'll find your answer. Yep. Okay. And off, off my soapbox. My last one, which is the one that you and I differ on, is The Order of the Unseen series by Molly Doyle. So that includes Scream for Us, Melt for Us, and there's one more in the middle and I can't remember what it's called. Bloodshed. Bloodshed, thank you, because I always want to say Bloodbath. That's actually the one that's coming out soon. These books, if you are like me and think that fucking um, Ghostface would be real fun, that book is for you, guys. Um, that, the two, there's two that are kind of shorter novellas, yep. Scream for Us and Melt for Us, um, but the middle one is a full-size book, and it is so good. She's got a fourth one coming out, and I remember, I think I devoured that whole series in like a weekend. If I remember correctly. Um, it's so well written. It's very fast paced. Like it starts out like boom, she's having sex with these dudes. Mm-hmm. It is heavy on the trigger warnings. There's a lot of super obviously all of these have them. If you're if you're not super familiar with dark romance, please read the author's uh trigger yes, warnings. Page. Every single please. book. Um if you're like us and you're super used to it and you skip past it for fun, great. But yeah. like if you're not sure, be careful. And if you skip the trigger warning list, do not turn around and bitch and moan to the author yes. about what they wrote. Yes. Because there have been books where I started, I did not read the trigger warnings because usually it don't get to me. Mm-hmm. And then I had to like, you know, DNF it because it, it was too much. It was just too much. You know what I didn't do? I didn't go screaming and crying and bitching and moaning. Mm-hmm. To the author about what they wrote. Yeah, just not for you. No. Um, Order of the Unseen series had me questioning my sanity just a little bit because it was very much like, oh my god, he murdered somebody for her who was terrible for her? Spoiler alert. That's so romantic. That's so romantic. Oh, he cares for her. He killed her childhood bullies. Literally, like, not even a second thought, like, they did this to you? Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go kill him. Yeah, it's always... We're all gonna go kill It's him. always been a toxic thing of mine to be like, oh, that's so cute, and it's like, maybe not, but you know what? It's fine. It's what I think. And um, that, no. um, Scream for Us was one of the first ones that I also read because mm-hmm. you highly recommended it. I did. I haven't finished the rest of them. I really want to. You should. I have so many books on my no, TBR. No, dude, seriously, my TBR is super long. When I made that note that we're gonna talk about later, it was hard to pick, but... yeah. I've read through all of them, and Molly, I know you're, you're probably not going to see this, but if you are, I'm begging you to release Bloodbath as soon as possible. I know you've had some issues recently with audiobooks for your other books, and I'm so sorry to hear that, but I am chomping at the bit for Bloodbath to be here. And I know she just released, like, talk about it on her Instagram, like, there's a whole bunch about it, so I think it's coming soon, and I will be reading that so fast, I think I'll give myself a flash, so. But yeah, those are my top five, and I will stand by that forever. I'm waiting for another book to come in and pop into that top five and dethrone something, but I don't know if it will. So, Alrighty, so mo- the last two, I'm not sure if they are in, um, like, if they're in order, because mm-hmm. they're kind of both even for me, and I, I am going to do an honorable mention of another one, mm-hmm. but we'll get there. Yeah. Um, so, first one, just like yours, Butcher and Blackboard. I'm so fucking ready for Leather and Lark. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. I am also kind of scared because I'm hoping that I love their story just as much as I love Sloan and Rowan. Yeah. Oh I am in love with Rowan, dude. Also, can... Okay, here's... I'm gonna put it in mm-hmm. trope. I'm gonna put it as a micro-trope mm-hmm. because there's a micro-trope with Butcher and Blackburn mm-hmm. that I'm a... I'm fucking obsessed with. 
I have one that I might add to things, a trope that I hate because it's not really a trope, but it's something that will absolutely make me close a book faster than I can even begin to tell you. Um, yeah, so I'm fucking ready for it. Like, I, I read, so, like, I read Butcher and Blackbird, and then I started listening to it because I was like, well, I want, I didn't want to listen to music. Um, I usually do. I wanted something different. I didn't want to listen to a podcast. I was like, oh, yeah, Butcher and Blackbird. Found the fucking audiobook. Changed my life. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's so hard to listen to other audiobooks, though, because they did it so perfectly. Yeah. That's like, so true. Literal, literally, the only thing better would be a movie, and I really don't know if that book should be a movie. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Maybe a certain kind of movie, but not a regular one. Yeah. But it's, I cannot. You could talk about that book all day. I cannot recommend Butcher and Blackbird enough. Mm-hmm. I fucking, I can't. I know we're I already can't. firmly up Bryn's asshole, but we love you so fucking we much. We love I'll stay you there all so day. fucking much. Oh my god. Okay, and the second one, Losers Duet in the Dare, just like yours. I cannot get enough of these boys. I was sitting there, I was like, where are my four men that I bullied in high school? I did it, but like, Maybe I should have bullied more guys in high school and then just gone to a Halloween party a few years later after coming back to my hometown and then kissing some hot daddy's boots and fucking fucking clowns. Like, I'd probably get over my fucking clown phobia. Reading that, I was like, oh, I don't know. Oh, my God. I was like, it's such a good series. And I gave the first like, I'm letting my mom borrow the first book. And I am so ready to hear what she says. I probably should have given her the dare first, mm-hmm. which you don't have to read the dare but to read Losers Duet, it. but it is highly recommended because it kind of gives you backstory about a little bit of where it all started. Mm-hmm. Like, how they came to be back into each other's lives, basically. But if you don't read it, it makes it's sense. It, yeah. The dare is a very tiny book though oh but it's so packed full of spice so packed but it's very tiny so it's not like it's gonna take you a day to read it i think it took me an hour <laughs> yeah <laughs> it took literally. me an hour uh, um so yeah that's i don't have butcher and blackbird yet mm-hmm. um as physical copy but i do have losers duet and the dare um the third one just like yours cat and mouse duet haunting and hunting adeline my first dark romance it's sorry, I know. so well written. You are laughing at me. You started with a den of vipers for I your know, first dark romance. I know, but I just I love the fact that you were just like, you know what? Let's just do a stalker and get it over with. Honestly, like, and I never thought I'd be like, right? Into I, I never books. thought I would either. But I never thought I, and I didn't know what I was gonna be into because mm-hmm. as a teenager, I read so much young adult fantasy right. fiction. Like, I loved it, but. Yes, written so well. I am so fucking ready for Where's Molly to come out. She just, like, announced... She just announced the title, and she just um, gave out the cover. I'm so fucking ready for it. It's coming out in February, February 16th. I'm going to get that day off if it's not a weekend. I have to have that book. So, the moral of the story is, H.D. Carlton, we're also firmly up your butt as well. Thank you, we love fucking you. Absolutely. I am up Burn Weaver's butt, I am up Harley <laughs> LaRue's butt, which, Harley LaRue, um, cause they posted about, like, they posted a little tidbit about, um, one of their books, mm-hmm. and I put it on my stories that have been like, you have to read this, like, you, you have to read it. Yeah. 
and they like my little story. I was like, yay! Also, Kylie yeah. and LaRue is really interactive. Yeah. On oh, they, Instagram. They re- reacted with my stuff on TikTok, yeah, too. Yeah, like, like they'll share the them. stories that their books are mentioned. Yeah. They'll, like, like things and they comment on it. It's like, they commented on mine, too, because I, I did one about losers, yeah. and they're like, oh, my God, I love this. Yeah. Um, and then this is where we differ. So mm-hmm. um, number four is Written in Blood by A.D. Wilde, who is a smaller author. But, and I think that you would like it, too. Do you think so? I really do think so. So they are, um, they're, she's writing um, the third book right now, which is written in, Flesh. Mm-hmm. The first one is written in stone. Mm-hmm. Second one is written in blood, and the third one is written in flesh. But it's like um, the Souls trilogy, oh, okay. where it's all in the same universe mm-hmm. and it's with the same like group of people. But it's just different people. But it, yeah. Okay. Um, so you can read it out of out of series, but it's about um, it's a little bit of spoiler, I guess. It's about three military like. Um, spec ops guys. Okay. Um, like meeting these women and getting all kinky and fucky mm-hmm. and whatnot. And written in blood, I was an arc reader for that one, and I loved it. Like I never thought I'd be into like reading anything military, but it was good. It was so good. And oh my fucking god! Like the fucking revenge that came with it. Oh my god, I'm I'm so proud of her. I'm ugh. anyways. I'll you have to go out. read it. It's on Kindle Unlimited, written in blood, A D Wild. Okay. Fucking love it. I I'm need gonna you read to stop adding Stone. shit to my TBRs because I know. my book I've gotten to the point where like I have to return titles because I'm like Dude, I have too many too. of mine. And I'm getting really tired of having to do that. But you know what? I think it's it's real good. And with all of these books, so when I read a book, for the most part, Court of the Vampire Queen is kind of an exception. It has to have a really good storyline. Yeah. So, like, even though all of these books are really fucking smutty, they have such a good storyline and build-up, and they have such good characters. Like, I, I love it. I'm so happy that I got back into reading, and you helped me do that, because, yeah. like, I, like, read here and there ever since I was in high school, but I I really just wasn't into it. It's and funny you say that, because I feel the same way reversed, because I stopped reading for a really long time, and I was a huge reader all throughout school, mm-hmm. went to college, and, like, stopped, and yeah. then you and I became friends, and all of a sudden, I was like, boom, we're reading all the yeah. time. I fucking, yeah, fucking, I'm so it. happy. I love this escapism. Yeah. We love it. Yes. Um, and then, honorable mention for Vibe by Liza James. Yeah. I fucking I love, love that. that. It's another standalone in a series. It's sapphic romance. Which it's dark know. romance. Mm-hmm. It is um, former ex-evangelical. She based it, like, she based some points off of her own life. Mm-hmm. I love it. I it, it was so good. It was. It was really well written. So I think I would that shit, too. Um, and then fifth one is the Empyrean series, which, because Iron Flame was just recently released, is no, very well known. Yeah. I'm halfway through the book right now. The audiobook is not as good as Butcher and Blackbird. Oh. I don't think any of them. It's not as good as the Cat and Mouse duet either. Uh, um, have you listened to the Cat and Mouse duet? Yes, no, I, I have. I haven't. I have. It's it's pretty good. Oh. I like it. 
Um, but I'm able to listen to it because I'm really invested in the story. So I'm halfway through Iron Flame. I gave, well, not gave, but I let my mom borrow Fourth Wing because she's also really into fantasy and she's starting to get into a little bit of smut. I told her that you're going to read Fourth Wing and it's going to seem like you can give it to a teenager, but don't. You can't. Don't do that. Because once you get to the spicy scenes, they're spicy. It's not just romance. It's not tension. It is smut. And it's well written. There's, like, there's a lot of mixed opinions, especially about Iron Flame, who are saying that, like, people are saying that it's not as good as Fourth Wing. I think it's just because, um, that, um, Fourth Wing just built up the entire world so much that because in Iron Flame you're already immersed in it, and there's a lot of tension and, like, Yes, no, yes, no. People are getting a little annoyed. Which oh, okay. Towards the middle of it, I was starting to get really annoyed. I was like, dude, yes, you love each other. Oh, my God. And then, of course, like, and they didn't have sex. I was like, what are they having sex? <laughs> and then they had sex, like, right after I posted about it. <laughs> I was like, ah. I'm really enjoying it. I love it. It's a really, for me, it's a really good mix of fantasy and, um, Smut. And smut. There's not, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, there's not a lot of smut, like, throughout the book. Like, it doesn't go often. It's not frequent. But when you get to it, it's awesome. Oh, my God. It is so good. It is so good. I love it. I love it. I love it. We have to do an episode about, like, the first books that we read. Yeah. Because... Finally fucking finished Neon Gods. Dude. And I loved it. I haven't finished Court of the Vampire Queen yet. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't blame you though. Like Dude, literally I'm, I'm like, if you crying. want smut, read Court of the Vampire Queen. I almost think if I'm you don't happy. care about storyline or plot, yeah. read and just a smut and you like R H mm-hmm. read Court of the Vampire Queen. I think the reason why I'm having trouble finishing it is because of a lack of plot. Yeah. After reading such Good books with a strong plot, it's kind of hard, but it's still really good. Yeah, literally, it's one of those things where it's like, if you just want to watch porn, mm-hmm. but you but don't want the build-up, you can just, like, skip to the porn. Um, it's kind of like that, where, like, you just kind of, you you kind of skip the storyline, you just get straight to the sex. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, yeah, it is all yeah. sex. Yeah. Okay. All right. We are moving on to the four autobi authors, correct? Yes. So I don't even need to look at my notes to know who these are because (laughs) they're really, we listed them above, but I'm going to look anyway. Mm -hmm. So number one for me for autobi authors um, is going to be H.D. Carlton. Yeah. Absolutely. I fucking love, love, love her books. She she writes so well. Um, Cat and Mouse Duet does it hurt. I think I have another one in my list maybe for her. Um, My second autobi author is Harley LaRue. Anything Holly LaRue is getting re- read. Yep. I love I love their books. Literally, I have yeah. all of their books mm-hmm. like, I love them. on my shelf. Yep. Well, except the ones that are borrowed out. But. Yep. Uh, the third one, which is not going to come as any surprise, is Brynn Weaver. Yeah. I just finished reading Marrow. Yep. I have another one in my stack that um, Brynn collaborated with somebody. And I think, let me check my Kindle real quick. I want to remember what it's called. Because I can't remember. I have such a long TBR. It's never going to end. It is called Black Sheep, um, but I know oh, I've seen I've seen her post about that yeah. quite mm-hmm. often. 
And then the fourth one, which is probably the only one that you and I have a difference in, I think, mm -hmm. is, um, for me, Molly Doyle, who wrote the Unseen series. Yeah. I am ready. Molly has also got a lot of books in my TBR, and I just really like her writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, she knows what she's doing writing that book about basically fucking Halloween villains. Yeah. Um, and I really like her writing style. I think it's really good. And she writes characters that you just kind of fall in love with, so. Yeah. Um, mine are the same. Except for like, one. Yeah. yeah. So, H.T. Carlton, Harley LaRue, Bryn Weaver, and then the last one is Rebecca Yarrow, specifically for the Impact Empyrean series, so Iron Flame, or, yeah. Mm -hmm. Fourth Wing and Iron Flame. Um, I haven't read any of their other ones. I am a terrible person, and I judge books by their cover. <laughs> um, I have tried not to. I have tried reading books where I didn't like the cover, like it just didn't grab my attention, and I just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. um, so, I her other ones, they, they just don't catch my attention. Um, but I really do like the Imperian series so far. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely an auto buy, at least for the Imperian series. Like, literally, Iron Flame came out, and I, because for I think you texted me, and you were so stoked. Yeah. They have it! And I was well, like, so they have it on Kindle, which mm -hmm. is where I read Fourth Wing. Right. Um, but I really, I really, really fucking wanted Iron Flame, and I wanted it physically. Yeah. And so I went to Barnes & Noble the day of Iron Flame release, even though they said they didn't have any online, I was like, I'm going to go check. Because it's release day, they probably have something, probably have a whole fucking table. Sure enough, they did, and they had Fourth Wing and Iron Flame right next to each other. And I got the um, Christmas edition nice. of Fourth Wing, and I was so fucking excited. I got a little bag where it's like, I earned my dragon at this guy and I got a couple of bookmarks and a sticker, and I was like, yes. Like, I literally went into Barnes & Noble, and I went up to the guy, and I was like, I have a question. He's like, yes. And I'm like, do you guys have any Iron Flame copies available? And he's like, who's asking? And then he led me straight to the table, and I was like, yes! <laughs> I got both of them immediately. I was like, bouncing up and down, and the same guy checked me out. I was like, I'm very happy. He's like, you looked very happy. And I'm like, I know. So, yes. No, you texted me so stoked about that, and I was just happy for you. I was so afraid that I wasn't like, going to get them, because I was like, I don't want any fucking spoilers. I want to read the fucking book. Mm -hmm. I want it now. Yeah. <laughs> so this next one is our three favorite tropes, and this is where it's going to get really spicy, because... We are not only going to tell you what our favorite tropes are, we're going to make some suggestions mm -hmm. on where you can find these tropes if you're interested or like the tropes. Mm -hmm. um, so my top favorite trope is not going to shock you at all, but it's Reverse mm -hmm. Harem. Yeah. Reverse Harem books, if anybody's not familiar with that is, Reverse Harem is basically one woman with at least, I think, two or three. It's three, right? I think it's three. At least three. Because it, it's, it has to be more than three. Yeah, because if it's just two, it's white shoes. shoes. Yeah, so it, it's... Three or more um, men, and or I think it's just partners in general, but it's usually just men. Um, and I love these books. Den of Vipers is probably my best example of that. Obviously, you guys, I'm going to say a trope that we both love, and this is going to be really obvious from what you've been listening to. Dark romance, without a, a doubt, is a big trope that we love, but I'm going deeper into the dark romance thing. 
Um, Den of Vipers is a dark romance. It's reverse harem. Um, it is dark, you guys. It is. I can't even believe that I started my dark romance love affair with this book because it is a lot. I believe she has four partners, if I'm not mistaken. It might be. Yes, it's four. Yeah, but it is awesome. It's a really fast read because it's a lot of smut. I went through it really quickly, and it's actually one of my comfort books, so, like, whenever I get disappointed by a book where I'm having a slump, I'll pick it up and start reading it again, and it usually gets me back going. The other one is the Savage Heart series. I need to pull up who that's by because I cannot remember. I have too many things running through my brain, you guys. OCD and anxiety at the same time does not help me. Hold on. Oh, so here's another one. Um, let's find out who it is. Amanda Richardson, because she has three of them. Um, but it is so good. It is just really well written. And it's also an enemies to lovers, which is my next favorite trope. Um, so it's a girl who has bullied three men in the past in high school, moves out of the area, comes back home as an adult. They are now doing super well. She is no longer doing super well. And she basically becomes at their mercy because she needs a place to live and they have a space available. Um, it's a little bit forced proximity too, which I kind of like, but not in the same way that most people think of. And um, it is just so good. I, I think it's so good. I have to continue reading it. I've, I've read the first two. There's a third one that I need to read. But the boys are delicious. Those those three men are a chef's kiss. Uh, this, so a little bit of a spoiler. The main character is either engaged or married, finds out that she's being cheated on by her high-profile fiancé or husband, leaves him, I think it's fiancé, leaves him, comes back to her hometown, runs into these men. She ends up in a relationship with them. And to get revenge, this this dude shows up trying to get her back, and they fuck her in front of him, all three of them at once. And it's so good. You want to talk about needing to take a laugh on your partner? That one will cause that right there. It's so, so good. So I highly recommend either one of those. Um... I'm going to be honest, all of my favorite tropes will usually be dark romance adjacent anyway, so just a warning for that. The second one is Enemies to Lovers. Uh, again, Savage Hearts is a good example of this, and so is The Losers, book one and two, and The Dare. Mm -hmm. The main character was a mean girl who bullied these boys and came back and discovered that they're men, so mm -hmm. it's really good. I love a good trope where they hate each other in the beginning and hate turns to lust and then love. It is... Mm -hmm. So good, because we all can attest if we're all adults, which you should be. Don't be here if you're a child. A good hate fuck is great. So, um, the third one is one that not a lot of people, maybe not everybody will agree with, but this is something I love seeing in books. I love a good sword-crossing moment. I love sword-crossing. Um, and if anybody doesn't know what that is, it's basically, it's usually in reverse harems where not only are is the FMC with MMCs, but the MMCs are usually together or yeah. playing around as well. Yeah. Three examples of that are Melt for Us, because they do have that in there by Molly Doyle, the series, Losers 1 and 2, and then another one that has my heart, and if it was a top 10 instead of a top 5, this would have been mentioned. Evil Boys is... Wow. It is so good. I believe that's Clarissa Wilde. Um, she's got Evil yeah. Boys, Sick Boys, and I think Twisted is there too. But I've only read Evil Boys, but that, y'all, if y'all want to read hardcore porn in a book, that's it right there. Mm -hmm. With a, with a reverse harem and a tour crossing swords, that's an insane book, but it's so good. I think I texted you throughout reading that, and I was like, holy shit, like three times mm -hmm. in like ten minutes. You're like, what's happening now? I know, I was like, what? What? 
I would like too. And I would describe something to her, and she's like, wow, okay. Um, but yeah, that that trope, I know not everybody loves it. I love a good swords crossing moment. I think honestly. it really rounds it out. I think it's great. But yeah, those are my top three. My top three, um, I guess they're similar, but they're different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah um, I can say that, yeah. So, like, my top one is, like, Queer Poly, which is kind of broader, so, like, it includes, like, Crossing Swords, like, with Losers and whatnot, mm-hmm. and that, and this one is primarily, um, inspired by Losers, but as well as, like, some of the sapphic ones that I read for, like, the queerness mm-hmm. part, um, like Vibe, mm-hmm. and Impact by Nikki Wild, and, um, Another one is Touch Her and Die. Love that. So, Haunting Adeline. Fourth Wing Iron Flame. That can be a little... Like, there might be some people that say that it's not Touch Her and Die. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just because of the way that Iron Flame is going, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, you do see Touch Her and Die moments. Yeah. Like, you, like it is Touch Her and Die. People just want to hate on it because they love to hate on it um but also written in blood as well as shallow river by hd carlton um that one is in my top 10 as long like as well as does it hurt mm-hmm. um it was just a real real slow burn oh, we'll talk about that um, yeah written in blood is but not as much as shallow river mm-hmm. um we and love a good touch her and die. Yeah, we love that. I absolutely. love the idea of a man who's like, you know what? If you harm my woman, I will go to the ends of the earth for her. Literally. Love that. That is so attractive. Um, as well as enemies to lovers, so losers do it, and written in blood. It also helps that in written in blood, the um, male main character who mm-hmm. gets the girl and fucks her while um, the other guy is in a special place. Um, mm-hmm. um, and then, so I wanted to talk about this microtrope because I'm obsessed with it. It's based off, it's from Butcher and Blackbird. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where, um, spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoilers about Butcher and Blackbird. If you haven't, it's, it's small spoiler. It's a very small spoiler, mm-hmm. but still, um, it's where it's their first game. And they yeah. are out, and he, um, he's the one that catches the guy because she, like, is basically hurt. Mm-hmm. And he just punches him into fucking oblivion. Yeah, that dude gets beaten. And she, more. like, disappears and is ready to run away, but then he just, like, stops and he's like, slow. And he's, like, slow. desperately trying to he's, find like, her. He's, like, desperately trying to find her. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, trying to find her after this, like, major event, and he's, like, so vulnerable, and then she comes out from behind the tree, and she's like, Rowan, like, yeah. it's okay, buddy, I'll be yours. Yeah, like, I like the idea of... And he's already in love with her. Yeah, no, Literally, he set eyes on her, and he's in love with her. Yeah. Like, I I love that trope, because it's so, like, that's what you want, right? You want mm-hmm. somebody who looks for you as their comfort, and as their, like, peace, almost. Yep. Um, exactly. Yeah, no, that is such a good trope. That's a good micro one to mention, for sure. Yeah. Um, two tropes that I hate. So I'm not going to judge anybody who likes these. I just personally freaking hate them. And I will also have a micro and an honorable honorable mention in here. But the top two for me, um, accidental pregnancy trope. I 
hate when books do this. It ruins it for me. I, if, if, if the whole thing is not an accident, like they're trying, great. But if you whip out the, oops, now she's pregnant, I hate it. I hate yeah, it. I feel like that's just like a random plot point. That's yeah. Kind of like it's and you know what? I'm going to mention this book because it makes me mad every time I think about it. And I've read them. Doesn't mean that they're great books. Um, can we mention the fact that that trope popped up in Fifty Shades? Oh, yeah. And that was irritating me because it's like, why did we need to throw that in? I know it's like the whole idea of setting up for happily ever after, but can we talk about the fact that do you really want Christian Grey as a father? No, awful. And I cannot stand that trope. I just it bores me, and I I've actually put books down because of that. So I'm gonna avoid that. The second one, and this is directly pointed at two books in particular, mm. is the killing off of main characters. Yeah. You, and especially if it's a reverse harem, but you do not kill off part of a reverse harem's love. You don't put a woman with all these men, you make us fall in love with the characters, and then they die. And I'm going to spoiler alert this, you guys. Kyla Faye's books, um, Dollhouse and Ashes, she does this. She does it. And it's to me, it's almost a taboo thing to do in dark romance, or any romance books at all, but dark romance especially. You don't kill off one of the the MMCs. Mm-mm. You just don't. I was reading the book, and when I got to one that happened, I, I literally thought that she was going to be like, I'm just kidding, he's alive. And he wasn't, and I almost stopped reading. Like, I had to power through the rest of the book, and it was the very end. I cannot do this. I... I cannot do it if a main character kills off one of the main characters. The author kills off one of the main characters. It ruins a book for me because you don't make us fall in love with these characters and they kill them. That's just not okay. Um, A micro thing that's not really a trope, but it's a thing that happens in books sometimes that I hate and I will put a book down faster than you can say no is third person writing for smut novels. I personally feel like authors shouldn't write in third person for smut. It makes it really hard to get into the book. Part of the reason why a lot of smut readers enjoy smut is because you can picture yourself as a character sometimes. That is not really as possible when you're reading in third person. I have had books that I thought the storyline from descriptions looked so good, and I was so excited to read them, and I immediately put them down. One of them was The King's Bride, which I was really excited about. That was like The King of Death, Marry a Human. Um, there was one, I can't remember what the name of it is, and it was like a Navy SEALs one where she falls in love with three men. So I will not do a third person written for any kind of smut at all. That's just not happening. I'll put the book away immediately. An honorable mention, which I made a sound about you bringing this up earlier, is slow burns. I do not like a slow burn. I will get bored if I don't get what's supposed to be a smut novel with some smut. I'm currently reading one right now, and the writing is beautiful, but I'm 80% book done with book one, and there's been very little spice at all. Yeah. The only... If I am reading a book and I expect smut, mm-hmm. I can take a slow burn to a point, but yeah. if I'm 80% in a book, then it's like, no. If I am reading a book that is really heavy on, like, the fantasy part, right? Yeah, then I can get through it. Like, I, I can get through it as long as it's written correct, like, well. Because, yeah. like, Iron Flame might be a spoiler. I don't know. There is smut in there, but it takes a while. Not 80% of the book. But it takes a while. Like I said earlier, like, it was getting to the point to where, like, I hit a chapter, and there was so much tension, and then it didn't happen, and so much tension, and it didn't happen mm-hmm. several times, and I was like, oh my fucking god, just do it already, and then I read the chapter, and they yeah. did it, and I was like, okay. 
Yeah. I'm having a really hard time getting through the rest of this book. I'm not going to talk about it, what the actual book is yet, because I haven't decided if I'm going to DNF it or not. Yeah. But I'm 80% through. The way the characters talk about each other is great. The storyline behind it is awesome. But if you're serving me a stalker, obsession, dark romance novel, and that's what you call it, and it's got 80% through the book, and there's only one partnered spice scene, and it's not even sex, I have a problem with that. Yeah. I don't need to keep reading about one of the partners masturbating by themselves. I just want to know what they're going to be like together. The only spice scene that's happened is not even actual sex. Mm-hmm. And I I need that. You and need that interaction. Yeah, there's a second that. book in this, and I'm betting that that's going to be, like, full of that. But I also, the more I read it, the more I'm like, oh, this is starting to look a little bit like Hunting and Hunting Adeline in a different light. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if this author, like, got inspiration from H.G. Carlton's books. Mm. But yeah, those are my tropes and micro tropes, another thing that I do not like in books. Okay. Um, mine, I don't have a micro trope, but mm-hmm. I do have two tropes that I don't like. And I agree with both of them. Um, the first one mm-hmm. is not judging you if you do. And I, I was really let down because there was a book that I really wanted to read and it got to this point and I wanted to power through it, but I just couldn't. It's step-siblings. Mm-hmm. Like, taboo step-siblings. I yeah. can't... I used to have step-siblings. I had step-siblings with... Yeah. With the last two of my father's marriage marriages. Mm-hmm. And I, I just can't do it. Yeah. Um, and it is my fault that I didn't read the list. I didn't read the trigger warnings. This is a book where I was like, guess what I didn't do? Go and bitch and moan to Mm -hmm. the author. I still respect the author. And I really want to read this book because it's a massive psychological thriller too. But it's it's like, it's sapphic. It's a sapphic psychological thriller with, in like, with occultists, like, well, not with occultists, with cults and whatnot, and I, it got to the step siblings, and I was like, I can't do it. Do it. Um, and then the second one, I do kind of judge you if you read this. Yeah, a little bit. Minors. Like, if you read about, like, if you read books and you enjoy where it's, like, 18 and up, it's a little weird for me. I don't judge that. But if you read smut about minors, you're practically reading child pornography. Yeah, it's a little bit of a weird trope to enjoy, and there's a surprising amount of high school Yeah, yeah, and I just, for the most part, I cannot do it. I had one series where I did read through it. They were all above the age of 18. They were in high school, 18-year-olds. It was a hard one to get through, but the subject matter, because it was very dark, these were these were 18-year-olds going through it was a little bit easier, but I have not touched a book like that since because I cannot handle the high school aspect. No. It just feels weird. It feels like reading child porn, and it's just, I it's can, just, I can't. I can read, so like, <laughs> YA sci-fi mm-hmm. fantasy, the Mortal Instruments series. Yeah, Fucking love that absolutely. series. Top 10 series of all time Agreed, that I've ever words. read. It's, it does have some romance in there. Yeah, it's, not it's not smut. Not. They are teenagers. It's not smut. Yeah. Like, it, I, they're, like, and I haven't read any of those books, but I do know that there are some books that are raved about that go into stuff like that, 
and I will not touch them. Yeah. It, it makes me sad because could they have had a, a huge thing. They I'll could have made the characters older. I, you can, honestly, put them in college and make them, like, 19 or 20. and that Literally, would be in Losers, like, they do touch on, like, moments that are in high school where yeah. it's, like, there's suspenseful and romance. Like, but there's no smut for their Yeah, high like, school. Jess and um, Manson yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, they didn't do any smutty things, but it was, like, they kissed. Yeah. And that was, like, a flashback to high school. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. It's, like, I, I just can't do Iron Flame. They're in yeah, college. Yeah. Um, oh, the the Madison Kate series, they're college students. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that, you know, but I, I, can't, can't, I can't do high school. I just no. can't do it. And you guys, if you don't, if you didn't know this, because maybe you're not following us on our social medias, or you didn't watch our first pilot episode, which is the one before this, we are both in our 20s. I'm almost 30, and Shay is 25. Yeah. So that's the reason why we can't do it because we're a little too far in for us to feel comfortable with it. We are aware that pe- that teenagers in high school do that. Yeah. We I had it. sex when I was a teenager. Yeah, but that does not mean I want to read about it now. Yeah. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. This last one is my favorite part. This is the books I'm excited for. So I probably already gave this away, but Bloodbath by Wally Doyle. I am chomping at the bit. I am screaming, crying, throwing up over this book. I need it like I need air. Um, I will sell my soul to get an early copy of this, so Molly, if you're listening, what do you want? Because I'll give it to you. <laughs> um, this, this is the books with, with a main character who's having sex with Halloween characters. Uh, not the whole time, but the very beginning. Um, I'm ready to read it. The books are awesome, and I'm just here for it a thousand percent. I am, oh, so ready for that book to come out on so many levels. Me too. I know this is technically too but she just announced it today. So, I'm putting it as one. So, yeah. the first one is Leather and Lark. I'm also saying That is coming out for June, like, June next year. Oh, uh, June? Yeah. It's so far away. I know. No, Bryn, why would you I do know. this to us? But I'm so fucking excited for it. I can't wait. And then H.D. Carlton mm-hmm. just announced Where's Molly coming yeah. out in February 16th, 2024. We're ready. I am so fucking ready for it. Miss Carlton, so we are so ready. ready. We're ready. That oh is another God. one. I'll sell you whatever you want. I to will take sell it. you my soul. I will <laughs> sell all of my top authors my soul. Please take the pieces that you need. Yep. And just, just give it to me. Just give it to me. Please. Please, for the love of God. Please. So that is actually all of the 54321, but we thought we'd throw a couple of extra things in for you guys. Just so you can get to know like a little bit more about how we're reading and what we're reading. So the next one are current reads. Um, we each have three. So mine right now, and this is a book series that I found through reading, like watching a lot of TikTok stuff about romance novels. I am reading the book The Risk, and it's part of a mindfuck series. It's book one by S.T. Abbey. I believe, unfortunately, that S.T. Abbey passed away after writing these and publishing them. So she has really, yeah, she has no idea how much people love her books. It's really sad. I didn't know that. Yeah, but this first one is really good. It is another serial killer one. You can read this by reading the book description, so it's not really a spoiler. It's a female serial killer killing bad men, and the FBI agent who is currently looking for her and doesn't know it's her, and they're falling in love. And it's a fast one. Like, they, it kicks off really fast. There is no slow burn here. It's very, very good. It is, when I talk about spice, they are not the kind of kink that you and I are used to. It's very much like just sex so far mm-hmm. but it's happened already and i enjoy it and i love it and the banter back and forth between the two characters is delicious and i love it so much um the next one for me i am currently reading 
Oh, you know what? I'm gonna have to give away what I was talking about earlier. So, Once Your Mind, The Possessing Her Duet by Morgan Bridges. This is the book that you guys, I said I'm 80% through, and I haven't had enough spice in it. I love, Morgan, I love your writing. I really do. Your writing is beautiful, but girl, I'm gonna need some more spice. <laughs> I'm gonna need some more spice. This is literally marketed as a dark, like, stalker romance, so I'm gonna need more of that. Um, but it's really, really well written. It's beautiful. The storyline, like, there's a mystery behind it. Like, it's kind of like a like a mystery thriller, too. I want to know what the hell's happening behind the scenes. Like, that's why I'm going to keep reading it, probably, is to find out what's going on with the plot. Maybe I'll be rewarded in book two with some good sex in that. <laughs> uh, the third one is an audiobook, but it still counts. And it's not a fiction. It is a nonfiction. I am currently listening to The Woman and Me, the uh, Britney Spears book that she just wrote. And let me say this right now. Justin Timberlake can kiss my whole fucking ass. Dude, the things that she's written in this book about that man have to have his whole team just in shambles right now. I, and I grew up listening to Britney. I loved her as a child. So when this came out, I realized I wasn't going to reread it, but I wanted to listen to it. So it's really good. I'm probably about halfway through at this point. Um, or maybe just a little under, but it's really good. The The person reading it is not her, and I can't remember who it is that's actually voicing re like reading it. But it's really, like, the way she portrays the emotions are great. And also, and I'm going to say it because I can, a giant big fuck you to Jamie Lynn Spears, too. Because, good lord, that girl is a nightmare. There's this audio clip, like, going around, or, like, a topic clip going around right now on TikTok about it where she talks about the fact that Jamie Lynn was such a bitch as a kid and, like, wasn't grateful for anything. And I just got to that part, and I'm like, dude, how can you be angry that your sister, who's, like, a pop world pop star, is giving you everything you could ever want? And you're just not happy about it. Yeah, I don't know anything about these. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's, it's really well written, and, like, Brittany has come so far with everything that's happened to her, and I'm just glad that she's finally getting to use her voice again. But... She was a childhood, like, I love mine, and I hate the fact that she got so ruined by what people did to her. Yeah. So it's really good. But, yeah, those are my top three. I have a lot more that I need to finish that I have not finished yet, but I'm not currently reading them, which is why they are not on this list. Yeah. Because I've paused. Okay. Now, for mine, my current reads is Carnage, um, the first book in the Spade Brothers series, which is by Chantel Tessier. Um... I tried reading The Sinner, and I couldn't get into it because it really seemed so much like you are my possession and not in a hot way. Yeah. Um, Carnage, mm -hmm. on the other hand, is very much like that. And, dude, the f I'm not going to give the details, but the fucking, like, plot twist that I got to was not expecting. Mm -hmm. It's keeping me on the edge of my seat, dude. Yeah, I need to read Oh my god, it's really dark, just like the rest of her books. Mm -hmm. It's based off of um, the Spade Brothers and the Lords and whatnot. Um, I just, I... Can't get over it. I can't get over it. Mm -hmm. It does... Never mind, mm -hmm. I don't want to spoil it. I will uh, say, I want to read this book too, and I also DNF'd one of Chantel Tessier's books because I tried to read The Ritual... And just like you, I couldn't get into that one because of the fact that it was a little bit too much like you're a sex doll and not somebody I care about. Yeah. But with what you're describing with Carnage, I probably need to read that. Carnage is very much like, you are mine. I am yours. I am yours. Like, mm -hmm. yes, like, our 
like their vows are, you know, more important and to everybody else, um, she's seen as just like a sex doll. Mm -hmm. Like, like they don't use her like that, but they just see her as a sex doll. But he very much actually cares about her to the point to where it's obsessive and it's very much like, I can't live in a world without you in it. You are mine. Mm -hmm. You are staying. Right. I will not lose you. I do love that. Um, it's a good book. Um, Iron Flame, as I said before, I love it. I'm a huge fantasy series, um, book. I was getting a little annoyed, just like everybody else. I'm sure, pretty sure that she did it on purpose. Um, which is fine, you know, Rebecca Yaros, you, you do your thing. Um, still love it. I am about halfway through it. I am so excited. I, I will say... Because I was seeing way too many almost spoilers Mm -hmm. that I had to go to the back of the book to make sure that one of the main characters was not killed off. I was correct. One of the main characters was not killed off. I was going to be so fucking pissed if they were. But it's fine. It's not ruining the journey for me now. Mm -hmm. I still went back. I didn't like read an entire chapter. I just like skimmed the pages and looked. I was like, okay. So I know kind of how it ends. Okay. I know who dies, but I don't know. Like I what don't. Else yeah, I don't know what else happens. I don't know what. Um, I don't know how the actual like main characters. Like I don't know what their ends are so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm also. I this is taking me a long time to read because I've gotten so just engrossed into the other two. Um, Don't Forget Me by Eden Emery. Um, that is a sapphic novel. Oh. Um, it's very... I've... It's really giving me sapphic Haunting Adeline vibes. Oh, that sounds Very like stalker romance. Mm. Like, you are mine. Like, I'm gonna... Like, I'm in your apartment. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, maybe I should... There's another that. book by her that I read that I really enjoyed. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. Um, I had to make a new Kindle account because it was just getting too chaotic. (laughs) Uh, The Ties That Bind Us. Oh, you talked about that one. Love that book. Honorable mention. It's a sapphic, kinky, um, like, they were together and then they separated and then... Oh, that's a second chance then. It's second chance, Mm -hmm. yes. Um, Second chance very much. I want to hate you. I hate like second chance enemies to lovers, mm, basically. Love that. So it's like exes, yeah. Yes. Um, second chance exes, very kinky, mm. sapphic, like gay shit. Love I love that. it. Also, revenge. Fucking love that. Mm. Um, I need to read that book. <laughs> yeah. So the next and last thing we're going to talk about in this episode is our current top three TBRs. Now, to preface this, like we've already mentioned. My TBR list is a mile long. I have so Mine's many. so fucking long, dude. These are the three that I plan to touch after I'm done with Risk, Once You're Mine. I, I don't know if I'll finish Once You're Mine. We'll see. But like as, as far as I'm concerned, once I'm done with the Risk, I'm going to move on to these. So my first one is Dominant Desires by Molly Doyle. This is a different series of hers, and it's a fake engagement one. It's a dark romance, but yeah, fake engagement. I'm really excited about that, and I love Molly's writing, and her spice and kink are amazing, so I can only imagine this one's going to be as good. Um, The next one is Her Soul for Revenge by Harley LaRue, which is 
in case y'all are wondering, also a monster fucker because I believe it has to do with another demon. Yes, it does. Um, and I'm ready for that because I've kind of heard some good things about it. And then the last one is Crawl by Audrey Rush. This is a dark stalker one. So I know you love those. I'll probably let you know how that goes. But I'm really excited. It's one of those, like, dark ones from the Desperate Description that's like, wow, that's really deep because the guy's like, I'm not supposed to love her, but if I do, it's going to kill us, but I want to love her. And it's like one of those deep ones. So I think those are my top three right now. I will throw in an honorable mention that, like I said, the Mindfuck series is more than one. So I will probably throw in the book after that as my next TBR as well because I'll probably want to continue the series. But yeah, those are my top three current TBRs in the mania that is the like never-ending TBR of my Kindle Unlimited. So. Alright, my top three, also Her Soul for Revenge. I kind of, like, I, it's on my tbr list on here because i like kind of read the first chapter but i didn't really like oh it was in the middle of a book slump yeah so i I, it's like i didn't read it yet listen that's fair because i went through a book slump halfway through losers too which drove you nuts i know i was (laughs) waiting for you to fucking finish it y'all you should have heard her talking to me about this it, it was I com- needed to talk nearly- to you about the book, and I couldn't give you any spoilers. It was nearly daily. She's like, can you please just finish that fucking book? I was and like, I was hey. having a really bad slump. She was nice about it, but, yeah. like, it was... I was having a really bad slump, like, halfway through. I just all of a sudden, like, lost interest in reading for a minute. So it took me a lot longer than it should have to finish the second book, but once I did, it was a very good day. Yeah. But, so I can understand what you mean by, like, you just were having a slump in the first yeah. chapter to do it. You at least finished Losers 1 before that. So. Yeah. That's true. Talk to you about that. But yeah, we're gonna end up reading Crystal for Revenge at the same time. That's probably what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. which is gonna be bad because we're gonna have to figure out where each other is without mm-hmm. giving anything away. Um, my next one is Death's New Pet by Holly Guy. Mm-hmm. It's also paranormal monster fucker, um, based off of the blurb. Um, it's that title is intriguing. Death's New Pet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So here, here is the blurb. What do you get when you mix a revenge-driven mortal with an evil god of death and an opportunity of a lifetime? An erotic fantasy novel filled with angst and trigger warnings. Death. I want her dead. Everything within me howls to destroy that pretty little mortal so that I can claim her deliciously tartar soul. Blah, 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 blah. Um, but then it's like, but no matter how much I long to kill her now, I must wait until she completes the death trials my father, the devil, challenged her to win. Ooh, devil's son. That's interesting. Yep. Only then will she claim the title of death's new pet. And I become free to do whatever the hell I want with her. And trust me, I plan on ruining my little mortal until she realizes the true meaning of hate. Perhaps that will be the day when the evil god of death finally cracks a smile. That sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. It's it's very much like paranormal monster fucker mm-hmm. meets Hunger Games. Oh, interesting! I did not read the Hunger Games. Um, I did. I just they're so it, good. I couldn't do it. There was a couple reasons why I couldn't. But that sounds like a really good book. I think I might need to read that too. I think just the Hunger Games part is very much just the death trials. Yeah, because it's different, like different uh, contestants or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for Death's new pet. Mm-hmm. And then la- last one is Play by Nikki Markham, which is the um, other one to impact. So it's, again, it's another standalone, but it's kind of in a series. Um, it's sapphic, and it's kinky BDSM. It's um, 
basically in the first one the the first one the what the first female main character um just was having shitty sex with a bunch of men <laughs> went to a sex like kink club mm -hmm. and saw a dominant and was completely enraptured and then they started um a new dominant submissive dynamic and the dominant used to be play's first female main character's dominant and they broke up before huh. the other before the before impact started mm -hmm. for, yeah before impact started and so now she's a bisexual woman looking to find another dominant and what no she is I'm gonna have to start over not quite um so she is looking for another dominant submissive dynamic and she's mm -hmm. really hoping that this one girl that she meets i think in a coffee shop if i remember the blurb correctly um is bisexual and is willing to do that hmm. so that's interesting um it has like it's one of those books that has um at least impacted has like some spelling errors and grammar and whatnot mm. but i was able to get through that because of like the storyline and whatnot right. yeah those sound like really interesting tbrs i Dude, if I could whip, I'm, I'm gonna whip my phone out right now. There are so many different things on my TBR that are insane. I have to read Savage Rain, which is part of the Savage Heart series I mentioned. There's Twisted Devotion, which looks really, really good. I have Corrupt on here. I have to finish Heartless Heathens. I have to do Hitched. I have to yeah. do No Place for Devils. Yeah. I have to read Corrupt. I want to start Zodiac Academy. Mm -hmm. I have to finish Slasher Pass. I have to do No Way Out. I need to finish That Sick Love and Don't Forget Me. Yeah. I need to finish Den of Vipers. Yeah, you really I also do. have some, like, nonfiction ones about witchcraft. Mm -hmm. um, I need to start Shameless Sex, which is also nonfiction. I'm also, like, I also want to read The Highest Bitter, mm -hmm. bit, yeah, Highest Bitter by Lauren Landish and Willow Winters, as well as Dead, Dead Devil's Night. Mm -hmm. I'm to say that five times fast. Um, oh my god. I have a confession to make. Oh boy. These never go well. What is it? I have started reading Omegaverse novels. Really? Mm-hmm. What started it was I was in one of the smutty, like, book groups that I was, mm -hmm. and I was just looking for really quick books to read. And I was like, oh, I'm going to read this for the memes. Kind of like Ice Planet Barbarians. Yeah. And I read that, I read the first one, and it takes a little getting used to mm -hmm. with the way that they do, like, with the way that Omegaverse is about. Hmm. Like, it, it's really hard to imagine them as just human beings and not part werewolves. Like, we, yeah, it's it's just... Well, we can get into it later on. Yeah. But the most recent one that I read, the female main character is autistic. Interesting. And she's in an RH. Oh, that's really one. interesting. So it's an RH. It's an autistic person mm -hmm. in, in an RH, and it's like one of them is like dominant sub, a little mm -hmm. bit age gap, and um, other one is like um, it's sister's... Or best friend's brother, mm -hmm. as well as just long-term best friend, friends to lovers. Nice. And then another one is just, like, is, um, 
the brother of the the dominant like age gap. Mm. Interesting. The the brother um, gives very much uh, Vincent vibes. Oh, okay. Yeah, you yeah. love that. Yeah. So, so yeah, I have so many. So I have the first book, Carnage of the Four Horsemen series. I am about 75% of the way done with that, and I don't know if I'm going to read any more after that, because there's something that happens in this first book that makes me kind of question if I want to continue on. Mm. Um, I'm about halfway through There Are No Saints. It's good, but I made the mistake of trying to read this right after I read Butcher and Blackbird, and it's another one of those serial killer ones that, without the humor that I got from Butcher and Blackbird, I'm having trouble continuing to read it. Mm. So I may have to take a break and then come back to it. I have almost the entire book done of Court of the Vampire Queen, and it's been sitting unread for I don't know how long. I'm going to have to finish that. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? I have, like I said, 80% of Once Your Mind is done. And then, yeah, I don't have a ton like after that that I'm not completely finished. But I really need to finish up some of these so I can take them off my Kindle. But... Carnage and There Are No Saints, I think Carnage I'll finish and then stop with the series. There Are No Saints, I think I need to wait for a little bit and read a few different kind of tropes before I get back into the serial killer thing again. But I have a couple on mine, too, that are like, I have not started that sick love, but I'm going to. Heartless Heathens is also I, in my TBR. I'm really enjoying that sick love. It's just, it's it's like carnage in the way that it's taking me a while to get used to because it's a lot yeah it's very much a it's a lot mm -hmm. um but yeah i'm i still really enjoy it mm -hmm. um yeah i'm just looking at the calendar now i'm trying to figure out um so not next week because next week's we're gonna film um for the week after so actually hold on the ones that we'll film next week are episodes three and four that'll come out in the last week. So you know what? Yes. Next week's book episode, you guys, that we're going to record, not the one coming out next week because it's this one, but the one that we're going to record next week for books will be our end of the year. Yes. So we're going to do a top ten, and we will go through our top tens with you guys. Um, obviously, you'll know our top fives, but we're going to go into depth about the last other five that are not on here. Um, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube currently. Because we're having some issues with video, it'll likely just be audio right now that you're going to be getting. We're going to try and work on our video stuff. Hopefully, we can get that done soon. We'll be uh, able to post some clips, at least for TikTok and whatnot. Yes. Um, but we've been having some technical difficulties with the video aspect yes. that we're still working out. Mm -hmm. So you can find us um, on different like podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts and whatnot as mm -hmm. well. We'll work on potentially being able to do that in the future. I'd like to do that. But yeah. for now, we'll give you guys the audio. We'll give you video clips. Um, so, yeah, you can find us at Slap Podcast, S-L-A-P-P. -P. Uh, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram all have the same profile picture, so you'll know it when you see it. And our lovely faces are on there. We have a couple posts on there. So just stay tuned. We will be... From now on, yes, we are doing this set together. You're getting both episodes at once recorded and going to be posted at the same time. In the future, posting days will be different for books and BS. You will get two episodes a week, one book and one BS, but they will be posted on different days. Yes. But this, we figured we'd give you all both just so you can get a taster. I know there wasn't as much humor as in this episode as there was in the last one because we were absolutely unhinged in the BS episode. It may be like that occasionally, you guys. 
But again, these are our first couple episodes, so we'll get our flow as we go on. Yeah, let us know how you liked it. Bri- Bri- uh, Bree, let us know how you like it. Follow us. Like, <laughs> Specifically Bree, because I know she's already listening. Yes. Bree, please. We love Bree. Bree is our biggest fan, and we are her biggest fan. We just saw her today, so please let us know what you think, because we want to hear your feedback. Um, but yeah, we thank you guys for listening, because we are going to be doing this more often. Yep. So, and, um, yeah, if... You don't like what we talk about? Well, that sounds Sounds like like a personal personal problem. problem. (laughs) (laughs) Intro song is Devil on Your Shoulder by Sierra Grandy. Outro is Burn It Down by G. Swift. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a like, rate, review, comment, let us know what you think. Other than that, see you next time.